We're starting. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. This is Leslie and Tanya, and we are. This is our second take today. Uh, we actually had this whole thing done, and then the power went out. We lost it, so here we are. Technically, this is the third take. It is the third take. You recorded us talking. Yes, on your phone. Exactly. Yo, I can't. I know. Today is one of them days. It is. <sighs> okay. Well. Hello. <laughs> again for the third time. We. We today are talking about um, triggers, but we're also talking about our, uh, because it's not 11 tomorrow, we're talking about our, our veterans, and we want to make sure um, we are talking about our veterans because, unfortunately, the rate of suicidality keeps going higher and higher with, our, with our, all our veterans, not just those that are coming out of Afghanistan um, and right. Iraq, um, but from our Vietnam um, time period as well. Um, some of them from the Korean uh, area, uh, arena. Um, so we want to make sure everyone is okay. Um, Tanya has a lot of vets that come see her um, for PTSD. Yeah, they get referred through VA services because I guess they're overwhelmed. Um, but they are coming in two by two, that's for sure. Um, I have probably like a third or either retiring or retired. Um, and they're looking for services to kind of, once they're completely out, um, try to get the services and stuff because they're really struggling. It's, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad right now for them. And they're also going through some chronic pain and illnesses and it's really bad for them. Like I, I can't even imagine. And like we were saying the first time we were trying to record, um, (laughs) There's a lot of privilege in the life of a civilian in comparison mm-hmm. to military life. And just hearing these stories that these people probably never served together, aren't in the same spaces, but their story, I mean, it's one of the same. Like the fact that they have to keep pushing through to get through whatever it is, their job is to live in trauma to survive. We don't live that way in civilian life. Do we survive trauma? Absolutely. Every day. But we don't have to fight as hard. Like we, our life is not dependent on whether or not we make it out of a country. Like that's not the life that we're living here. And I think that's something really hard to hear for from them because they are told and kind of trained to just get over it. The losses are never discussed. The, the, the pain, the sadness, that anything that happens, they don't have the privilege that we do to take PTO, bereavement, short-term disability, FMLA. Like, they don't have that. They have to make sure that, like, even to take a vacation, they have to go through all of these hoops and stuff to get through it. And we, we don't have to do that. So the minimum, the bare minimum that we do out here, they can't even have that. Like, they can't say I'm sad today, so I'm going to stay in bed. Like, they don't have that luxury. They're like, oh, well, I am sad, but I got to go fight this war and do what I got to do for my troop, for my people, whatever. It's huge privilege that hearing their perspective, I guess it's it's very unfortunate because then they're thrown into a life that they don't understand. Yes. um, And just so you know, it's not like I said, it's all ages. It's all age groups. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people have um, something we call um, PTSD. As, and they know it 
as soon as they arrive back on shore in America. Mm -hmm. But some of our veterans don't even have any signs or symptoms until much later in life. So we're talking about our Vietnam people here. And the best thing to do is to make sure you are self-aware enough to understand what your triggers are. And we were talking a little bit about this. So <clears throat> although um, firemen are not, you know, part of, of the military, sometimes it's, an, it's another culture here in America, right? I mean, we have our, all our firefighters. It's just a wonderful culture. I mean, they, it's a brotherhood, just like the military. You become this brotherhood, sisterhood, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But, um, you know, I remember when I was a, a therapist and we had um, firemen coming to us that had transferred out of New York um, to different areas because they just couldn't take it any longer. And they needed help with the signs and symptoms of PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So, obviously, <laughs> this is... This is funny. We just already went through this. But we did. We lost We're reiterating it, but, ourselves. Sorry. But, you this know. is so funny. Um, <laughs> this is not funny that the, we fucking lost everything. Um, mm -hmm. So PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, there is a lot of historical context relating to veterans. Um, this has, over the years, very much opened up and it transcends ages and races and spaces and all of the things you can think of. Um, I, I mean, you could bring in a child with PTSD, you can bring in a vet, you could bring in whoever you want to bring in, and we could probably talk about something that's traumatic to them. So with PTSD, we have certain criteria, like all diagnoses, some of them including um, an increased startle response, irritability, aggression, um, inability to recall um, bits and pieces of the event, um, hypervigilance, which is a really big one. And then you have, um, and just kind of like avoidance, nightmares, flashbacks. It's it's whatever brings us to that moment. Because like I, I feel like I've heard this a lot too, and kind of where I hear I hear with anxiety, right? Our body's like riddled with this almost like time, like what is it? Like time we we tr time travel. Our body time travels to that moment when we have a trigger. What we're talking about and. With our body, obviously, physical and mental are one of the same. And when there are things that cause us to feel almost like in a danger space or in a moment of like panic, we react to it very physically, which then, right, these triggers, our body is taking something in um, that is very much dangerous and like trying to like figure out how to move through it. Um, but that those are the things... I mean, obviously, there's more we can talk about to kind of, you know, but those are very high on the spectrum of like, these are the things that we really look at and we can talk about um, what that looks like and stuff because it's it's everywhere. But particularly for veterans and this influx that I'm seeing as far as with my practice, there's a lot of vets coming in for for services. Um, from what I hear, the VA is super, you know, like extended out with services and having a lot of them going through reti uh, retirement and having to do with everything going from military to civilian life, it's very difficult. Very, very difficult. Yeah, I think that we have to just throw it out there that anybody can have PTSD. Mm -hmm. um, PTSD, I mean, you can have it from 
the smallest to the largest event, it doesn't matter. It matters how you take it in and what your triggers are. And triggers can be anything also. It can use all your senses, all five senses. That is how we learn in our world mm-hmm. growing up. So it's definitely very important. Exactly. And so, you know, what Tanya and I keep saying is being self-aware is so important. Being self-aware of yourself and that self-care is not selfish. You know, when you start feeling a certain way, you have to ask yourself, mm-hmm. why am I feeling this way? Is this something that I can take care of myself or is this someone I need to talk to about? Um, and, I, and we realize that when we're talking about veterans, especially men and women, that there is almost like this machismo, um, this very macho kind of mindset. Like, no, no, I can, I can take care of this. I'm a strong person. Because you have to be. and Because you've had to be. I mean, mm-hmm. you've been a soldier. Once a soldier, always a soldier, especially for you lifers. We understand that. My dad, three, three voluntary tours of Vietnam and shot down and wanted to go back. So um, I, I understand <laughs> You are strong. I understand that you're still a, a soldier. Um, but the best thing that you can do for yourself and for your family, because you can't take a, care of others until you take care of yourself, is to be self-aware and to know what your triggers are. Absolutely. So that's why we're bringing this topic up, because, again, the rate of suicidality among, among our veterans is way too high. Way too high. And we understand that there are yeah. issues that disallow you to not get the help that you need because um, it can affect your job. We, we understand that. We get it. Um, we, we don't like it. But that doesn't I mean hate it. It's, oh, you know, I hate it's, it. It's reality, unfortunately. And so, you know, we have to work with reality. Right. So if you can do anything for yourself, is to know your triggers. And triggers can be a sense of smell. Mm -hmm. You can be watching a movie. You can be watching a war movie. You can be reading a book. It could be words. It could be... Sounds, really loud sounds. Oh, yeah. I mean, when we're talking about um, 4th of July. And let me tell you, 4th of July didn't bother um, a lot of people I knew um, until recently. So you... You may not even know you have symptoms of this until much later, years down the road, when your mind finally is like relaxed enough. I'm sorry to yeah. to actually um, think Absolutely. about the events that you went through and is now forcing it on you. Um, and it very much is forced. And and unfortunately, we normalize it. We normalize this this right. response because again, you're a strong person. You've you've been through a hell of a lot um mm-hmm. and uh we 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 get that you've been through a hell of a lot but if you don't stop pause think and then take action on on what you're feeling it can affect your family it can affect your friends it can affect those around you even if you don't think it should you know um so triggers yeah. How are we aware? How can there's right. there's no cure for triggers? No, there's an, I wish there was. Me too. Um, I say this almost on a daily basis. Yeah, at least at least two thirds of my whole caseload is trauma. But yeah, no, absolutely, there's no. Tr- but in what Leslie was saying about self awareness, we always say 
physical, mental together. A lot of this awareness, sometimes you don't know how you feel and that's okay. And like I tell a lot of my vets, like, it's fine. If you can't give me words about how you feel, you know what? Let's not do that. How do you physically feel it? What is that app that we like so much? The way we feel? How we feel. How we feel. With the little black, and it's like a black icon and a little rainbow heart. Yeah. I, I tell everyone to take it. All my vets and or in Please, between. Please, vets, take a look at it. How we feel. Yeah. Because sometimes we don't have the words for it. And sometimes we don't want to have the words for it either. Because it's just something that we want to push away. But honestly, yeah. if you if you start actually thinking about it and start finding the words for it, then it can't affect you as much. Well, because the, then you can tap in, right? This idea of tapping into your body to tap into what's going on. There is this a very, the CBT model of thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. At bare minimum, it gives us something to look at. If your behaviors are always tied to your thoughts and feelings, what is going on in your body? Sometimes feelings is not even like, oh, I'm sad. All right, fine. You don't know you're sad? How do you physically feel? Where do you feel it? Head to toe, body scan, go. How's your head feeling? How's your heart feeling? How's your stomach feeling? Extremities? Are they tingling? Are they numb? Is your head flushed? Did you feel dizzy? All of these things that seem very innocuous and you're like, no, it's fine. I just didn't eat today. Or, well, why aren't you not eating? What's wrong? Something's wrong. You lost your appetite. You're you're thinking about something or you got distracted. Your stomach is upset. Your heart's upset. Your legs are fidgeting and you can't even form one fucking thought. Or you're sleeping so much, or you're not sleeping at all. So, um, you're having hot flashes, male and female. Because mm-hmm. males can have them too. Yep. So, um, but... Uh, what is your flashes, mood? Yeah. Appetite, sleep, those are key things when we talk about mental health. Because you're going to fluctuate all over the place. You can't put a word to it. This app, it's wonderful. We're not sponsored, but wonderful yeah. fucking app. Because it gives you a little description of the word. Because sometimes... We don't know all the words. Right. There's a there's so many words. But what we can start doing is physically do your body scan. Because this is how I talk to my vets. I'm like, you know what? You don't have the words. That's fine. Let's not do that. Where do you feel it in your body? Head to toe. Tell me what you feel. And let's work with that. Oh, your heart hurts? What, is, what do you mean? What does that mean? What is that doing to you? What does it look like? Yeah. What does it look mm-hmm. like to you? Because yeah. you can tell me something and I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and try to interpret it. Um, That's not a thing I'm going to do. You're going to tell me what that feels like. What does it look like for you? And I think a lot yeah. of the times that works at least to get them started. It doesn't solve things, but it does get us started to find where we're going. Let me tell you, there are so many programs for our veterans out there. And one of them um, that is pretty strong is this art therapy movement for soldiers. Um, and and it sounds stupid, right? I mean, I'm not going to lie. It does sound stupid. But I can tell you, because I've seen it, the impact these art projects have on our veterans. Um, and some of this artwork, it can be photography. It can be actual, you know, hands-on art. It can be mosaics. It can be whatever. It doesn't Music. really matter. Music therapy. Um, but some of this has been actually renowned and put into like museums, um, because of the actual message that it sends across. Right. I saw one and it was an amazing like sculpture of a person who was holding a head and inside the head was, it was terrible. It was terrible what was inside of the head, 
But it doesn't matter because what happened was this person brought it out from themselves and put it something somewhere in the real world and it helped them mm-hmm. on the inside. And that's where you need to be helped. So if you can get it to the outside, whether it's on paper in a journal, whether it's on an app that you, you know you're writing about, whether you just know, need to know the words, yeah. whether you want to do the art or the music or whatever it is, or just talk yeah. you know, about it, um, know your triggers, be self-aware. We love all of you. Take care of yourself, please. Yeah. If you don't want to come see one mm-hmm. of me, it's fine. Just do what you need to do because it it's not, I can't, I mean, my world does not fathom how hard it is of just listening to these stories that, again, these people have no connections besides the military. It's the same fucking story. And it's so sad to hear this and see this, but it's so important for you guys to please take care of yourselves, please. Yes. Self-care is not selfish. You hear me say that every single time. Or you hear Tanya saying, yeah, one of Wesley's favorite things to say is... I fucking love it. <laughs> love it. So, peace, joy, love. We're here if you need us. Mindscape 717. Find us on Spotify. Find us on um, YouTube, YouTube. TikTok, yeah. Instagram. We're everywhere, and we're here for you. So if you have questions, talk to us. We can get you to the right people and people that will care about you. So with that, we are going to say goodbye next time. Bye. What are we going to talk about next time? We're going to keep talking about it, and maybe we can go to CPTSD, some complex PTSD. That's a great idea. Yeah, so that's what we'll talk about next time, um, and we will see you then. Bye.